Hey everyone, welcome to Marvelous Movie Mondays, or as we we like to call it today, Mid Movie Mondays. Um, just kidding. <laughs> They're not even movies. Um, so Kels, hey, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I think everyone who's been watching this show for the past few weeks knows where this show is probably going today. Um, just kind of based on the vibes. I don't know. Last week I was kind of more up on it than Kelsey was. This week I'm back down on it. Um, it's like a funeral procession. It's like you just keep walking and it never gets better. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know, one way to put it. That's that's one way to put it. I had a weird Speaking dream. Speaking of night, funerals. So uh oh. What? No, oh, Michelle. I thought you were gonna bring up like I thought we were going to our Marvel news segment. I was like, oh no, who died? Who'd I miss? I mean, Tony Bennett passed away this past week. Oh, Rest Tony Bennett passed away. Rest in peace. I, to be honest, forgot he was still alive. But hey, rest in peace. Uh, great musician. I did want to say, um, and I said this in my Barbenheimer review, um, the double feature review, that uh, because of the SAG strike going on, I know a lot of like movie critics were worried. Is it? Are we allowed to make reviews for things? If you're not SAG, you're allowed to make reviews for anything. But, you know, a lot of people who are non-union still want to stand in solidarity with the strike and, like, not review anything. But mm -hmm. SAG did say that that reviews are different than promotion. Um, so, obviously, we're not going to take any paid promotions on here. If Marvel's like, here, we'll give you this money to advertise this, we're not going to do that because that would be scabbing um, on the strike. But because right. we are critics, technically, and we are critiquing this, this is a critique, not a promotion, especially for this show. We are not promoting this show in any means. Um, mm -hmm. This is just kind of film discussion, TV discussion. But I did say in my video that for every video I make about a Struck Studios product, I'm still going to put a disclaimer like this at the beginning. Because I think it's important that even if we are still talking about them, because some people will interpret this as promotion in some way. So I just wanted to make sure that everyone knows that we stand in solidarity with a strike. Obviously, Kelsey and I are actors, so we get it. Kelsey's a writer. She gets it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a Thank tough you. time out there for us. And we're, we're hoping to get fair wages for those who need them and, and deserve them. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer at the beginning. I'm going to be doing it at every video, uh, every new movie or tv show review we do i'm going to put a disclaimer like that at the beginning just because i think it's important um and then also in 20 years when they look back on this thing and see who the scabs are and who the loyal people are they can see that we were on the right side of history with that so uh kelsey any any words to add on, on top of that um yeah i um it's a lot's come up i feel like in the course of these strikes and and it's not not all of it's been good and it's no. so like disheartening to hear what these like billion dollar streaming services disney included you know like what they have to say about it and like what they're doing to protesters like cutting down the trees outside the lot so there's no shade and mm. saying things like we're just gonna wait it out until basically people start losing their homes i mean like, not it's to make really it, just disgusting yeah. not to make it political but like when it reminds me of the election when people in georgia it was so hot outside and they didn't offer water to anyone in line so people right. just like had to leave and it's like you have a right to vote you should vote um yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, they were trying to literally push people out of line by making it as uncomfortable as possible. And that's exactly what you said with like cutting down the trees and stuff. And it's just kind of disheartening to know that like when the stra strike was like confirmed, all of the producers were like at some big like mansion ranch type place like Bob, uh, Bob Iger and uh, Zaslav from Warner Brothers and that CEO of Apple and Apple obviously 
he's just a billionaire. He's not like making movies, but um, yeah, you know, it, it's very disheartening. Um, so I hope I hope it happens soon because also the studios are thinking, <laughs> hey, we'll just push our movies until this is over. But then that like, you know, that doesn't help anyone either. I mean, they still need to be releasing these movies because more people need to see them to show the studios that they're valuable um, and yeah. that they're going to keep showing up. Because what's going to happen is if they keep pushing these movies in theaters, everyone's just going to go to streaming and then they're going to be like, see, they don't need theaters. You know, and, and it's sad. I will say there was a moment, like literally a day where it was possible that Broadway was going to go on strike because right. not necessarily the actors on Broadway, it but like the the, yeah. it was the tech crew that was demanding um, a what is it? You know, better I, situation. I, -S -S -E, I think is there. Yeah, there? there's yeah. like a way to pronounce it, but I don't know how. Yeah, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. But they were able to come to a deal. So mm -hmm. there will be no strike. So. Yeah. Look, look how that works. <laughs> look at that where the producers are like, oh, wait, the Broadway League. The Broadway League is what we call the producers in, in, in theater biz. But like they were like, hey, like this is a good idea. Like we should we should be paying these people more because also right. they suffered the pandemic. I would say even worse than film because film at least had streaming options. Theater right. did streaming options. I mean, Hamilton yeah, no. streaming during the pandemic, but it's Hamilton. They made their money back in two days. So like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's what happens when you listen and you negotiate and, and the actors have to go. They've, they've done a lot of negotiation. They've, they've, they've given a lot. So now the producers need to give, um, but that's a yeah. good, important discussion to have. And we will keep having the discussion because I think it's important because it also affects what we, we do here. Cause like, if it keeps going this way, where now non-union people can't even talk about production sag or um struck companies productions and this show can't go on at least at new reviews you know we'll have to do just trivia for and, and that'll be fun people would probably enjoy that but you know this this is gonna start having even more it's like an onion it's gonna every layer is gonna start to be affected more and more um so i hope everyone's uh, at least on the same page if not i did link some stuff down below so you can check out some info on the strike and always ask us questions ask us questions in the description we'll answer them next week um all right Kels. any other marvel news um finally i've been waiting for it i thought okay. that they forgot about it but they finally <laughs> released the assembled episode for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania um, i wonder why it took a while <laughs> maybe I, they okay. needed to, to dance around the elephant in the room well <laughs> maybe but interesting that you bring that up because uh -oh he was featured in in the in like the little documentary about it in the behind oh, okay. the scenes like footage featured like, or like like he sat down and gave like commentary and talked about you know playing his character okay. um so but i i have a theory that because like uh wakanda forever and then like what was it it was thor love and thunder first and then wakanda forever and, and then guardians them. 3 they all kind of came out relatively close to one another and i feel like they were waiting for um like the the net the previous movie to hit netflix and then drop the it, oh gotcha it, yeah. do you know what i'm saying like yeah. i feel like they were waiting for guardians 3 to hit not Netflix. Oh my God, Disney to Plus. Up, to put up the Quantum Mania. To thing. put up the Quantum Mania. Yeah, that's what Disney I think. Plus, yeah, Guardians Three is going on Disney Plus. I believe August first or August second. So that's next yeah. Week. So yeah. 
So I think that that's what they're doing. But now when are they going to do the Guardians 3 assembled episode with no movie like insight coming out? Well, I guess the Marvels. I Marvels. guess maybe they're going to wait for the Marvels. Maybe they'll wait till uh, the Marvels hits theaters. I don't know. Yeah, know. maybe. Um, which also uh, we but got anyway. a trailer for. I, I forgot to watch it, though. So I, I have nothing to say about it. Oh, we have um, a new trailer for the Marvels? The Marvels, yeah. But I feel like I've seen it. everything that I need to see about what that movie's <laughs> no, about. I, I don't need yeah. another trailer. <laughs> No. Um, it's but anyway, yeah, so um, the most, you know, everyone was kind of talking about um, the most intriguing stuff in a part of this assembled episode uh, that I found was they I noticed that they used in the behind the scenes footage, like the Oculus thing that um, yeah, Taika Waititi was talking about. The the medium. No, what is it called? The no, I, I think it's like called the Oculus. The volume, I think it's called. No, is it called the Oculus? I thought that was okay. what it was called. I could oh, it be might so be. wrong. It might be. Well, I think it um, started well because I think Batman was the first one to use it, and and it was called like the volume or something. And then other studios have probably borrowed it. You know what? That's probably it. They probably can't call it the volume because the volume is like a Warner Brothers thing now. Mm, so they're just maybe. calling it. But it's the same but, idea. It's like it wraps. Yeah, around. it was. It's like almost like it, projection. Yeah, it wraps around and it projects things for the actors. Um, and I thought that that was interesting because there were... S I don't know. I don't know if I'm into this thing because it's, <laughs> it doesn't... It's not... It doesn't look great. I, <laughs> like, I'd rather well, they just well, use okay. green screen, perhaps. I agree. It doesn't look good in Ant-Man. But, like, I'll show you... Really, I'm or Thor, Love picture. and Thunder. Right, but... I'm going to try to show you the actual um, how it looked for like Batman. Now for Batman, we're Warner Brothers. This is how that how it looked right here. That's the projection right there. Kels, I'm holding it up to you like that. It looks good. Oh, like, like sometimes oh. they can actually make it look good. It's just I think the way you light it and the way, you know, that you I, I think it's really the way you light it and the way you kind of have everything interact with the stuff around it um the fablemans used it too here's here's a good example this is just a regular movie this isn't even a big big blockbuster but they use the volume to kind of have the houses around for all this stuff for the car in the middle so i think it it has a potential to be good i think it just i don't know if these it people just know has how to, to be... use it well yeah you know? sure yeah um so hearing so seeing that was interesting because you know, I I don't know. I thought using something so high tech, the visuals would have looked better in that movie. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to find out that David Dots Malkian was actually on set, like oh, yeah. talking with uh, Paul Rudd. Like it wasn't just his voice. Like he was actually there. And you know, where, wherever we see Veb in the movie, like David Dots Malkian is like crouched down and like playing him, which I thought was really cool. Um, I also like heard him talk just like as his normal voice and i was so i was like you don't sound like kurt in the ant-man movies at no. all like you have you have a way different voice than what i was mm. expecting um and then seeing how they created like all the different like creatures and species and and all the different like looks and costuming behind you know all like the vast you know races of of the quantum realm was really really interesting and like i said he i wasn't sure if he was going to be included he who remains 
Um, <laughs> it's I'm, it's lucky that we don't have to refer to him, and they gave us like another name to refer to him. Yeah, as. yeah, it's it's, and, it's actually a, a blessing and a curse. And they were talking about Kang, and and you know we saw shots of him, you know, like in behind the scenes footage, and I was like, oh, like maybe they totally are not gonna like let him do like a a sit down commentary thing, and and they did, and he's in it. Um, also, there's just like this one really ironic part in it all where Evangeline Lily like is sitting down and talking about it, and she was like, "Well, it was really, really difficult because." And I thought she was gonna say something <laughs> wild, but he then she just said, yeah. "But then she just said something like, because whenever I revisit Hope, I feel like I have to reinvent her." Um, but also keep her true to who she is. And then she like just went off on like an actory thing like that. But I was well, like, oh, why? and why was it difficult, right. Miss Angel well, Angeline Lily? Well, fortunately for her, she wasn't in this movie, so she didn't need to worry about that. Right. But she didn't have much dialogue. Yeah. She had like two lines, but. Um, yeah. yeah, so. Cool. Anyway, that was the assembled episode of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Right. Let's. I just want to stop talking about this show, Dill. Let's get this over Look, with. We can make this a breeziest recap if you want. Ready? Three, two, one, go. That's it. That's how it happened in the episode. <laughs> nothing. Nothing uh, happened in this episode, Kelsey. This was yeah, a waste nothing. Of time. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I know. I love a good slow burn. I was going to compare it to a movie that's in theaters now, but Oppenheimer is the farthest thing from a slow burn. But there's been slow burns that I've loved because I'm like, oh, I like to soak in every second of this. But slow for the sake of being slow and really not going anywhere is mm -hmm. the worst kind of slow burn. Mm -hmm. And this is a spy thriller. And and I feel like they, they could try to make it at least a little bit more energetic. Even the action's not. I mean, luckily yeah. they're like, oh, by the way, Olivia Coleman's still in this. So I'm like, okay, great. At least we got that. And then yeah. She's off the next scene. I'm like, all right, she's gone now. It's like so weird. This show is just every single I've episode, never... like, more and more and more disappointed. And and <laughs> last week I'm a little bit more satisfied because at least we had like some sort of closure for a character. But even then, now yeah. I'm like, ah, you know. But even then, like we keep losing these like major, major characters. And yeah, like maybe Talos wasn't the level that Maria Hill was on, but still he was still a highlight in this show, at least for me. He was a highlight in Captain Marvel, I would say. Well, and yeah, I was about to say, I think he's, he's stronger in his one film, Captain Marvel, than she is in any one of her films. She's in it. She's got the quantity, whereas he's got the quality, I think. And, right. and she's a great character, but I feel like she's used very dispersely. But he, yeah. he and Captain Marvel make such an impact that you'd think, right. I don't know. And, and now he's a good actor. We've lost both of them. And it feels like no, none of the characters surrounding these characters, especially Nick Fury, doesn't care. Okay. He doesn't care. We didn't take a moment to really like memorialize them or like think about them. Like they died and then we were just like on to the next yeah. thing. Well, we did have funerals for both, but that's I think even more telling the fact that even in those moments, it, it's not really felt. It, like we see yeah. both of their burials or, or at least funerals. And it's weird because it, yeah, Nick Fury just went right on to the next thing after Maria Hill. He had that one moment with Maria's mom, but even then it was more defensive than it was sadness it was like no how i didn't kill her it's it's more of that whereas here it's like with talos it's like we literally see the next scene with him and kira and there's not a single emotional moment in it the only yeah. emotional moment is when he's like talos died and she's like that's enough that's all i need to know he died 
but it, it's still anger. She's like coming across more angry, and yeah. I get there's stages of grief, but it's like no, yeah, you're not gonna give us one moment where they're both just like, wow, like and he also, was this, he was a good guy because, and then give us right. a sentence. Fury, like that's his lifelong friend. That's his best friend. They literally, right. he has Talos has that whole big speech in the car, which is supposed, to, which is at this point one of the best moments in the show. Is mm. when he's telling him about how, like, listen, I've been like your right hand man this whole time. I've never asked for a thank you. I I don't need an apology. It was my pleasure to like stand by you all these years, and like, even then, Fury totally cuts off that moment and is like, well, we're here. Are you going to shut up now? And it's like, he's just been like, he's gotten progressively so unlikable this whole show. Like there's not an ounce of humanity to Nick Fury's character. And I don't, mm. I, I don't, I don't know. I used yeah. to listen when these shows first started coming out and obviously like they were very polarizing, like people either oh, yeah. like, you know, jived with them or like, but I feel like most people didn't like them. They were like, Marvel doesn't need to be making TV shows now. They should just stick to the movies. And I was very positive, you know, about like the the shows that we were getting in the beginning. Even like with shows like Miss Marvel, which, you know, had its moments here and there that we were like, what the hell? Like it was still, we could still find things that we liked about it. But with this one, I'm just like, I don't care. Like I'm watching it and I don't care. Like I literally was like, fuck, I have to watch the next episode so we could talk about right. it on our podcast. And feel- I didn't want to. I don't know if you remember when WandaVision was coming out, but I would stay up till 3 a.m. And then yeah. when it dropped, I would watch it. I'd go to bed at four. I'd wake up at like 12 the next day and be like, mom, I watched it last night. And she'd be like, Dylan. And I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I couldn't wait. And then yeah. I'd watch it again yeah. with her and watch her re- watch the movie or watch the show. And then I'd go podcast yeah. with you at night. That was my routine every, and it was Fridays, not Wednesdays. And I think that also made a big difference because it was like you were building up all week to it. And then they switched right. it to Wednesdays or whatever. But still, even on Wednesdays, I was staying up till 3 a.m. to watch the new episode of Loki. That stopped for me somewhere in the middle. And I don't remember where. It, maybe it was after Loki because if you remember, Loki finale came out the same week as Black Widow. And then we started yeah. getting movies back in theaters. I think the shows yeah. were really great when we didn't have things in theaters to look forward to. So it was like right. the only Marvel stuff we could get, and it was solid. And the only good Marvel TV stuff, I think, after that, or like really good stuff, was the holiday special and the Werewolf by Night. Because they were one-off specials. They were there for holidays. It was something you could watch on Halloween, on Christmas. All the other shows, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, they've had their flaws. I like them. But I haven't had the same sense of like I need to stay up and watch these movies, these shows when they come out. I think because we also have these big movies in theaters to talk about. And we have other movies in theaters too, not just Marvel movies to look forward to. Like this yeah. week, I was all hyped about Oppenheimer and Barbie. That like literally I got back from Barbie and I was like, I gotta make my review. And then while I was editing my review, the secret invasion thumbnail popped up on my tv and i was like oh yeah that's right like it was almost like i forgot it was coming and i think that's just such a 180 from where we were literally only two years ago yeah which is which is a shame because i do think that there's i don't know i let's just i feel like we should just get into it that's fine. Let's no, just, I let's was just gonna say, let's just we, get it over with. I have very little to say about the episode because I just feel like nothing happened. So, like, yeah. I was just gonna take I, my that was my soapbox moment, but but you right. go ahead because you might have more to say. But like, I will probably be quiet for the rest of the episode, honestly, because I have nothing else to add. I literally have my 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 notes for this episode are three pages long. Like it's and that's, these are the sides a, of my pages. That's not a lot. 
So what are no- they normally? Oh, oh, for <laughs> Wandavision, for like Wandavision and then like Loki, they were like six pages long, and it and this is a little notebook. Like I had like a full like oh, comic wow. the Spider Man composition notebook. Yeah, the Spider Man notebook, and I'd be taking notes on notes and notes wow. and, and looking through things. Oh, okay. No, I, mine is like four bullet points on a, a notes app on my phone, like jotting right. down the most interesting stuff. You, this is dedication, y'all. Y'all give Kelsey the love she deserves. You know, go like her TikToks, <laughs> go go subscribe to her channel, go show her her worth because she's oh, better than thank I am. You. <laughs> so this is uh, Secret Invasion episode five, titled "Harvest." Um, after his failed attack on the president, Gravik regroups and come up. And comes up with another plan. Meanwhile, Nick Fury gears up for a one-on-one showdown with him. Um, so we start this episode off uh, in the hospital. Um, the president's being rushed to some sort of surgery procedure. I forgot where we left off last episode. This is the one old other talking point I have. Remember how yeah. we were like, if this episode opens with Taylor surviving? I'm yeah. Out. Yeah. I thought when they rushed the body in the hospital, I was like... Are they going to bring Talos back? Is he not dead? And then I realized it was the president. I thought it was Talos at first. I, I thought like, it was Talos too. I know. I was like, you got to be kidding second. me. But then and when then he I started, realized, yeah. yeah. But then okay. he started whispering in his ear. He's like, don't trust uh, Colonel Rhodes. And and I was like, oh, fuck, it's the president. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Because uh, obviously it, we just came from him rushing the president off. So if you watch right. him back to back, it wouldn't be. But having wiped it from my memory like eternal sunshine off my brain i was like oh what is talos okay is he in the hospital but then i was like oh no never mind never mind no. but, but i was worried for a minute they were gonna wreck on that too that would have been something else that would have been really something else <laughs> Kelsey um, would have ranted for like seven minutes on that but honestly eh, whatever it's it doesn't happen talos is confirmed dead in this episode so let's not even like harp on the possibility of them making that choice so basically the president goes into surgery fury like stands his ground in front of the double doors there and makes sure that no one's going to show up and try to you know kill him um back at the compound we see that gravik is pissed um you know his plan didn't work and like his right hand man who we've been uh seeing with him um for the past five episodes i think his name is pagan um is like I know you said we've been seeing him for the past five episodes. This is the first time I acknowledge his presence this whole show. <laughs> well, it, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, this um, first time I noticed he had like a sidekick, I guess. I was like, oh, this, okay. Yeah. This was a great speech by this actor, though, uh, you know, where he was like, anyway, he's like, uh, you used to uh, see, I can't even remember it. I watched, I rewatched <laughs> this episode this morning to oh, take no, these I'm notes. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Oh, why would you start your day like that? Because I needed because I watched it last night and then I always watch them twice so in case I miss things the first time. So you not only um, went to bed on the sour note, you woke up and had that same sour note. That's okay, like, that's no. like drinking like medicine for dinner and then being like in the morning be like, "You know what I want for breakfast? More uh, medicine." <laughs> No, I watched it during dinner, and then I spent the rest of my evening um, watching Spongebob. So I was was fine. Cleanse the palate. Have you seen Barbie yet? No, I haven't. If you want to go this week, I'm I'm around. Okay. Unless you had plans, but. Oh, no, I don't. Okay, I want to see it again. I I want to see Oppenheimer again, too, but I can't get tickets until August 7th, so. 
Jesus. Well, because, because I want to see it in, in the 70 millimeter projection on IMAX and that sold out. Oh, till okay. 7th, so, I'm like, um, theaters are booked up until August 7th no, to see but Oppenheimer? Just, no, but like like all these IMAX IMAX showings are because it's it's mm. this one format. It's the only theater in New York that has it in like the ideal 70 millimeter format. And it's sold out to August 6th. And that includes like 6 a.m. screenings. Like it is nuts. These two movies are going to make so much money. And it's it's exciting to be a movie fan. But that's another that- for another day. That's crazy. No, but I mean, people keep asking me like casually, like, hey, want to see Barbie? But nothing has ever been set in stone. All right. So, so just all those casual people, let's round up. Let's have a Barbie party. Um, Amazing. Right. Anyway, Come on, Barbie. This, let's go party. Continue with the, the drying cement here. So basically, Gravik, he's like, yeah, so what? I killed Talos. Doesn't matter. Our target was the president and like we failed. And whoever was in charge of killing Nick Fury, like you fucking failed because he's the reason why this uh, whole operation got derailed. And so he takes it out on his right hand man and kills him right in front of everyone. And this is where we kind of see the scrolls in New Skrullus kind of take a turn. They're like, uh, this guy's kind of unraveling. He's kind of losing it. Um, so, yeah, Talos is confirmed dead, and I'm pissed. That was one of the notes I wrote. Um, and so, and then also in this moment, we find out that Gravik has been looking for this thing called the Harvest, um, which is actually the Avengers' DNA. Mm. All the DNA of, of every Avenger that fought in the Battle of Earth in Endgame. Every single one. T'Challa, Spider-Man, Quill. Danvers, Tony, Howard the all Duck. of them. Howard the Duck, Hope Van Dyne. <laughs> Who else was there? You, how long do you have? <laughs> v- Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> we should just let's just uh, spend the next the remainder just naming all the Avengers yeah. in Endgame. Just... <laughs> I'll have a oh way God, better that, time. That next trivia match is just going to be <laughs> name them. Whoever runs out of names loses no yeah um like a roulette type that'll thing. be that's that'll funny. be our sudden death if we Which ever is funny if because we ever like, need it's, it again it's so sad because that was exactly what the premise of taskmaster was two years ago where it was like this person can fight like cap they can fight like black panther they like oh they even, you know, yeah and, then, and now it's like no we're, we're gonna try it again and it's right still not gonna work. <laughs> no you're so right um so then graphic changes his tactics he calls up roadie and he tells him listen I want you to tell the president about the scrolls. I want you to show him our scroll compound. And I want you to make sure that he knows it's not the Russians. And he's like, uh, isn't that kind of like suicide? And he's like, no, 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 it's leverage. Like, trust me on this. Cause Fury doesn't want a war. And he also doesn't want innocent scrolls to die. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is, you know, killing two birds with one stone. So meanwhile, Oh, <laughs> I just wrote graphics losing. And I didn't finish the sentence, but I, I'm imagining I was going to write it. Gravik's losing it. Gravix, yeah. Gravix losing it. But he's um, also losing. He's losing at everything. Well, actually, no, he's actually kind of winning. But So then we see Rhodey at the hospital, and Nick Fury ambushes him and reveals that, like, hey, I know you're a fucking scroll. You're not getting anywhere near the president. And he's like, well, in order to reveal who what I am, you're going to have to kill me and that's going to kill you. So I know you're not going to do this right now. And also I already leaked the footage of you killing Maria Hill. So you might not want to mess with me right now. Rudy's a little bitch. Yeah. What a little bitch. Oh my God. I yeah, don't, you, don't you? I'll give him this. Of all the things in this show, yeah. 
John Cheadle's doing a good job making me despise this version of Rhodey, but I guess that's yeah, yeah. He's such a little weasel. No, little he's been kid. doing a really good job. Um, so anyway, meanwhile, Sonia, as you said, we get Olivia Coleman back in this episode, and she's been on her own little mission to expose the director of the SIS, which I think is probably like the FBI version of Great Britain, and uh, his name is Director Weatherby. And she's like, oh, hey, uh, I know you're a scroll. Shoots him in the leg. He starts <laughs> to transform back into his scroll uh, likeness and is like, okay, so now that I know what you are and I've exposed you, you're going to tell me where the location is of the scientist that's been helping the scrolls, Dr. I think her name's Rosie Dalton. Dr. Dalton. Um. So now, back at the scroll compound, we have a scroll ambush on Gravik. One guy's coming at him with a sledgehammer. Beto, the new recruit that we met at the beginning of the series, comes over him with a paper bag. There, it's it's like six on one. And but Gravik, he's too tough. He basically murks them all. And before killing Beto, he's you know Beto has this great line where he's like, "You're nothing but a monster," and then he slits his throat. And then Gravik is like, who else wants it? And so now he's really just going off the rails. But I really liked that they made this choice because I feel like they never take it there, even though the people like maybe surrounding the bad guy, even though they may start to be like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we shouldn't be listening to this guy anymore. They never take it to like a violent, let's try to overthrow him place. Mm-hmm. And I like that they made this choice. Mm-hmm. One thing about the show is that they'll make some real interesting choices uh so then we fury kind of finds himself going to this safe house and guy is there and they're having a few words exchanged about talos and basically at the end of the day she's like i want to give my dad a proper burial i want to bury him and nick tells her uh go to priscilla like she'll know what to do and guy's like where are you going and he's like finland Gotta go. And we're like, okay. Gotta blast. <laughs> Gotta blast. Um, now we cut back to Sonia with uh, Dr. Dalton. And she's asking her about the like s- machine that she made for the scrolls that gave them superpowers. Which I don't understand. Like, I don't understand why we need to be doing this. Because, like, the machine's already been made. Right. Gravik already has the powers. Like, yeah. what's the point I, of this? I think it's they locked Olivia Coleman down for a contract and they needed to give her more because they realized that people like me would be complaining that she wasn't in it enough, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I can think of. It's just so bizarre. I'm like, I already know about this machine. I don't mm. care that this character is like discovering all this information for the, for, for the first time. We, mm. the audience, we already know. So right. it's like this is this scene is useless to me. The only interesting thing that happened in the scene was that she shot the guy right in the head. Yeah. He was like pretty, he was pretty like, violent from Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he he was like he had the doctor, Dr. Dalton up in, in like a headlock. It was like, I'm not gonna let her betray Gravik, like, get the fuck out of here, I'm gonna kill her. And then she was like, Ah, eh, well, you're just like at, at every uh human man I've ever known. Boom, right in between the eyes. Mm. So, I don't know what to say about it. 
Anyway, yeah. moving right along here. <laughs> um, I told God. you I'm going to be pretty silent the rest of this this run because yeah. you're reminding me that things happen in this episode, but I'm pretty sure nothing happened. But you're, okay, you insist. What I will say, Dill, is that the next part of this episode I think was the highlight was okay. when Gaia and Priscilla have their little funeral for Talos. Mm. We have a little goodbye to him, but once again, it feels very empty, very hollow. This yeah. was a character that I really liked, and I didn't care about his funeral. How did you do that to me? Mm. But then, while Priscilla and Gaia are talking with one another, boom, the place is under attack. They're surrounded. People are coming in through the ceiling. They're coming in with a bunch of guns, and they... I thought that this was really cool and badass the way that they both got their backpacks and like the, the action sequences and the guns and the different and they're back to back and they're, you know, I thought that that was really cool. And, and I was like, Oh, this is pretty badass for two, uh, you know, women to be taking on all these fucking men together. Right. I thought that that was cool. Yeah. Highlight of the episode, I'd say. Um, but then still, like the whole like action sequence ends, and it just kind of ends, exactly. and nothing comes of it. Exactly. So, and then we just cut to the next scene, and we don't ever acknowledge it ever again. <laughs> Story of this life, not my life, this life. Secret invasion. So then, Rhodey uh, does what Gravik told him to do, which was to tell the president about the scrolls. And so he's like, listen, I think this compound in Russia needs to be taken out like ASAP. And Russia's like, I can't attack something on, uh, what did I say? The president is like, I can't attack something on uh, Russian soil. Like that's World War Three. And Rhodey's like, well, it's either World War Three or our extinction. So uh, which one do we want? Um, so then Gravit gives a little, little ring to uh, Nick Fury and is like, hey, I know you know where the harvest is and <laughs> you're going to bring it to me or else there's or else you, you plan it's done. You're going to be extinct. There's going to be a war. All right. So just bring me what I need and we'll avoid all that. And Nick Fury said, okay, bet on my way. And so speaking of the Taskmaster, Dill, we got a reoccurring character. We got a feature by O.T. Fagblangle. I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah. Fagblangle? Fag, fag I don't want to oh, okay. say something that sounds offensive. <laughs> hey, hey, a fag it's is a cigarette. A fag is a cigarette in Britain. They call them fags. So it's like Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I Let's just, just stop. Yeah, sorry. Let's stop saying it. No, I know. Fagbangle? <laughs> sure. Fag... Oh, anyway. I feel so bad. Like... Like that's just one of those last names where like I just feel bad because you know people probably made fun of him and, and, and that's it's, awful. That's but awful. we're probably butchering the pronunciation. It, it's I'm gonna try to find that. it. I'm, I'm gonna try. So anyway, he comes back to play his character Mason, Mason. who yes. who we <laughs> met in a Black Widow, and so he's kind of like this, uh, what do you call like a kind of a black markety kind of like, uh arms dealer almost but like not like weapons he just kind of like gives people like mo modes of transportation and in this case he gets fury a private jet and you know he has this like kitschy little moment where he's like oh like you know and make sure you get a nap because you seem kind of cranky and then he go disappears and so i think i got the hyphenetics uh 
pronunciation of it. Okay. Fog Bon La. Fog Bon La. It's okay. Look, it's it's got it's got like accents on it. Fog Is there... Bon Fog Bon Oh, wait, there's no G at the end. I thought it was Bangle. I thought the second half was Bangle. This is the regular name. Benlay. That's the regular name. Fog Benlay? Fog Benlay. Fog Benlay. I don't know. I'm so sorry, sir, but like, please let us know because I'm going to eventually ask it on trivia and I want people to be able to pronounce it right or at least me to pronounce it right when they get the answer wrong. Um, But yeah. So we go to Finland and we go to this graveyard with Sonia. You know, uh, Fury fills her in that uh, Rhodey is a scroll, and we go to this uh, gravestone, which is actually one of Nick Fury's uh, gravestones. And he says, "Oh, I, he has a bunch of them around here. We've already seen him have a gravestone in uh, the Winter Soldier." So he's like, "Oh, I have a bunch of these scatters around. You know, like dead men. Uh, dead men need options," is what he yeah. says. And so he reveals that the tombstone actually like lifts up and he it has this little vial of I guess every single Avenger who fought in Endgame's DNA all in one vial in this like yellowish goo. <laughs> Don't know how that happened, but let's roll with it. Um and we probably won't find out. So. And so once again, this is also something that I've really hated about this show is that they keep repeating things we've we've so many different characters told nick fury oh you're not the same since the blip you haven't been the same we heard that a million times and now a question people have been asking nick fury a million times is why aren't you calling the avengers why why none of your why can't any of your friends help us and so this last time sonia asked him like and why haven't you called any of your special friends he says we can't keep depending on these superheroes to swoop down and save our asses. Which is a totally different mindset and a totally different Nick Fury than the one we met 10 years ago. 20 also, years that's, ago. That's like not How true. Like, all you literally need is like the Hulk to smash the fuck out of Gravik. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like that, I, 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 I really think... <laughs> I really think... <laughs> I, I really think it's just that they were like, you know what? We need to find some plausible way to like not have them in it because if we have any of these Avengers in it, it's going to cost us way too much money. Samuel Jackson's probably already enough money as is, but right. I really, I really and Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark. I mean, they're getting some big names. Like, I, I really don't know how they can I mean, pay like a Hemsworth or. Uh, I mean, granted, we're going to say this, and then the next episode, it's going to be the Avengers all showing up, and I'm like, they're li- it's going to be all of them, literally well, every you single know, one. The one rumor was not a rumor, but speculation after the post credits of Guardians are like, why would they put Star Lord back on Earth? Well, Secret Invasion's happening soon. Maybe he has a, a part to play in that. But I feel like if, if we're getting Star Lord in Secret Invasion, it would have happened like two episodes ago, you know. And also, Dill, as we've learned to circle it back to our conversation at the beginning of this podcast, these companies and these streaming services and these studios definitely have enough money to pay all of these people and treat them with yeah. human decency. Yeah, and, They're just yeah. greedy. So I was going to have one more comment, too, is as yeah. like, people are saying, like, oh, we're losing so much money on this, this, and this. The reason you're losing money and the reason it doesn't seem like a hit is because of the budget, not because of how much money it's making. All these movies are making the same amount of money 
big blockbusters made years ago. But because the budgets are twice the size, it seems like a failure. Like Indiana Jones, the budget, they're not able to make their budget back. But like it's still making more money than the other Indiana Jones movies. It's just this Indiana Jones movie had a bigger budget. So just scale down the budget mm. and you'll see profits. I don't know. Right. Jeez. But also if you scale down the budget, you're going to have a lower quality product project. Not necessarily. I mean, what if uh, they use a green screen for Ant-Man instead of the, the this much more expensive Oculus? You know what I mean? Yeah. True, true, true. Um, and so we finished this episode with uh, Nick Fury reverting back to his iconic Nick Fury look. He has a big swishy trench coat. Mm. He puts on his eye patch and he rings up, I'm assuming Gravik, and says, it's time. Let's finish this. Mic drop. <laughs> Yeah, and I will I mean, say that shot of him walking out of the God, what's that called in a graveyard, where they have like the little houses? No, mausoleum. Oh, I don't know. anyway, him walking dead. out of him walking out of that room with his coat swishing behind him, that was a cool shot. But otherwise. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this last episode's gonna be like. I don't yeah, know if it's, it's just literally gonna be Nick Fury and like a army of scrolls and Gravik, who is uh, seemingly uh, invincible. So I don't know how this is gonna end. Yeah, do we think Nick's gonna die? Oh God! Uh, even if he did, uh... <laughs> well, because the the Marvels is coming out, but but I think that's before oh. this, right? Because because oh, the whole thing is that they they bring him. The whole premise of this is he's back on Earth after being in space for so long. I feel like being in space for so long is what the Marvels is. But then again, we also see the shot in the trailer of him going to Kamala Khan's house, so he has to touch down at Earth for that. Hmm. So maybe right. in Wandavision too, he comes down to Earth to get Monica to bring to to bring to space. Well, he doesn't come down to Earth. He has a scroll go down to her. Oh, that's right. And 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 she's he's like, "Oh, he wants you up up there." True, 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 true. Okay, that's right. So yeah, maybe the Mar I think the Marvels happens before this. Which again, weird. Why wouldn't they just release this after? But if he comes down on Earth in the Marvels, wouldn't people notice and be Unless like Unless that's a scroll too, but Oh, hold on. I want to see the trailer real quick. No, not the new one, the old one, I'm saying. Because remember, he comes to their house and she's like, you're Nick Fury. And then no, they yeah. swap bodies. And then mom's like, where's my daughter? <clears throat> That's where I'm like, okay, so yeah, he yeah, has yeah. been back to Earth. So it must be after then. So did that in inadvertently spoil Secret Invasion that he survives? Okay, like, but I will Okay, I will say in the Marvels, he's wearing an eye patch. Yeah, but he's wearing it now for Secret Invasion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he just put it on. And now this so for all this is going to be post. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. We, we, Could... we probably already spoiled that he's going to live. But who knows? Maybe maybe the Marvels does take place before and we're just misunderstanding things. Um, maybe the Marvels takes place way later. But, oh, I have, an, I have a prediction. Okay, go ahead. I think before I think Nick Fury is going to be dying and then one of the and then one of the scrolls is going to be like, I will take your your body so you can live on as nick fury and then that's oh and like the pull uh pull what, pull what, priscilla? what priscilla did to that woman yeah. who's dying yeah be like i will live as you and that, and no one will know you ever died that'd be kind of cool whoa maybe, maybe, 
maybe yeah. WGA, once you get those funds, I want to become mm. a WGA member and I want to write a Marvel series because I think Kelsey <laughs> and I can do it a lot better than you. Uh, than, yeah, than maybe we should have wrote it. Um, yeah, that well, well, hey, maybe the studios had paid the writers more, they would the writers would have given more of an effort. Think about that, yeah, 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 yeah. you're go. right. I, I mean, that Touché might be the end in that case, and like Bravo, but um, I swear I'm not spoiled, that was just speculation because I still think Gravik is his son, but that's another, you know, um, we'll see. I feel like Priscilla would have told us by now, but I'm still holding on hope. Just because I like having a prediction come true, because I've never had that happen on any of these right, series. Yeah, I've never no, been like that's that. It's you know? tough because, yeah. Mm. All right, Kelsey. But anyway, yeah. that, that was episode five. Um, uh, <laughs> all right, Kelsey, Kelsey. Anything else? I actually yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm gonna say that at the end of every review now. Okay, okay Kelsey. Anything else? And then uh, we can make T-shirts and sell them. No, Dill. Uh. Uh, let's go <laughs> kill. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to come up with a word that oh, rhymes with Dill. See, this series like melts my brain. Like okay, I think Dill, I let's go less... kill. <laughs> there's, there's... Okay, Dill, I'm feeling ill. Okay, Dill, let's go chill. Okay, Dill, you're a villain. Just kidding. Oh, I got it. Um. No, Dill, I'm I'm all chill. <laughs> That's how we'll end every every review now. Was That's it. Kelsey, it. Anything else? No, Dill, I'm all chill. I actually like I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> that actually made me happy. Um, cool. All right. So next week we are gonna do some trivia matches. But I'll be honest, I this is a good thing and a bad thing. Good thing is I've been get I've been using up my a-list so much seeing so many new movies and i got promoted at work so i have literally no time for free time to write matches or to schedule matches so i was slacking on scheduling matches for this month so next month we'll make it up for you we will have trivia and a free-for-all next month i promise but next week we're just going to talk about the finale for secret invasion also because it's a finale so it's like to skip it a whole week would be weird so next week will be the finale of secret invasion then we'll get into at some point in August, we'll have two trivia matches, one being a free-for-all, one being the regular trivia. And then um, we'll figure out what else to do in August. It's Kelsey's birthday in August. So maybe we'll do like a birthday special where we just sit and chat. Talk about actually, me. Right. And not give any platform for these big studios and just literally talk about you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm serious. I, I'm trying to do as much, as little new stuff as we can. Um, and we'll go back to old stuff. Like we'll do like the movie clubs cool. and talk about older stuff, but I want to try as little as possible to like give any sort of spotlight to these studios. So um, cool. So that was Marvelous Movie Mondays. You can find Kelsey at Kelsey A. Kilpatrick on Instagram. You could follow me on TikTok at cause 13. Those are the two things I'm using the most these days. Cool. Uh, Dylan underscore Randazzo Twitter for me. Dylan Randazzo, uh, Dylan Randazzo 417 on TikTok. We also have a Dill Pickle Movie Network TikTok. I almost got banned because... Why? So How? What? I, I, Mal Malcolm was like, you should do the TV actor game. And I said, okay. And I did it. And there was an actor who like died. But the way the game was going, I thought it was still alive. So at the end, I was mad. I was like, well, why didn't they tell me he died? The whole time I'm thinking he's still alive, but he really died. And then I got like flagged for hate speech and conspiracy. And I was like, 
just because I thought he was alive and he's really dead, that's a conspiracy. Whoa, anyway, so, crazy. No, TikTok just has strict guidelines. So I'm just going to make sure that everything I say is like really PG. And I was just kind of confused because I was like, wait, he's dead. I thought they told me he was alive. And that sentence was like, you can't. So they almost took the whole thing. Interesting. But but it's back. It's thriving. It's great. I'm having fun. Kelsey posted another talk up there uh, ranking some Marvel movies. I was very sad at her number 10, like almost like pissed. But I love Kelsey, oh so I'm God. not going to get mad. I'll just get all really right. sad because the Wolverine okay. is a masterpiece. Um. All right. So that's it. Uh, we'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>